Well, good morning, everybody. My name's Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio on the 27th of April, last week of April, last few days, 2023. It's nice to have you with us today, or maybe on the archives, and you already know we archive everything at our home site of our American Consortium for Equity and Education. That's over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org. Okay, and you can go over there and you can read our magazine, our online journal. You'll see the cover. It's called Equity and Access Pre-K-12. It's a darn good magazine. You'll enjoy it. It's online. Just click through on the cover and you'll be able to read a darn good issue. The archives are there as well, plus everything else we do, including a place where the link for podcasting, okay, every podcast we've ever done, like this one we're going to do today, okay? We're going to go over to the Smithsonian Institute. Yes, we are. The Smithsonian's National Education Summit is coming up in July, and registration is going to open in early May for educators. And we have with us today the amazing Undersecretary for Education at the Smithsonian, one Monique Chisholm. Monique, are you there? Yes. Good morning, Larry. How are you? I'm fine, Monique. How are you today? Are you in Washington? Or I notice, I used to live there for many years, a Chicago phone number. Are you from Chicago? I moved to D.C. from Chicago. Uh, but, Good. yes, today I'm in uh, the D.C. capital region area, and um, the weather's beautiful here today. There you go. And I live up here in Maine now. I don't live in Chicago anymore, and it's beautiful up here as well, okay, which means that you can actually get to work every day because you're in D.C. and you work at the Smithsonian, right? That's right, yes. It's cool. Yes. It's great. Okay, did you grow up in Chicago, or are you a D.C. lady? I actually, I grew up in the Midwest. I was born in South Bend, Indiana. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, born in Indiana. Then we moved kind of all over the Midwest. Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, and then I moved to D.C. about 10 years ago. Good enough. And how long have you been Undersecretary for Education at the Smithsonian, Monique, which is a job? We've got a lot of listeners, and about 90% of them right now are saying, God, I wish I had that job. Okay, how long have you, how long have you been there? <laughs> what a great job. I, uh, it's, yeah. It'll be two years in wow. June, and it is wow. absolutely the most magical job in the world. It is. It is. It's a magical job. I have to tell you again, Monique is the Undersecretary for Education, okay, at the Smithsonian Institute, which, you know, and I think everybody's heard of the Smithsonian, Joseph Smithson. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what's there. What do you do there as, as Undersecretary for Education? Well, what's your job? That's a great question. So, you know, I think Yes, most people are definitely familiar with the Smithsonian, and I think oh, yeah. they might immediately think about our museums. Uh, and we have 21 museums. We have two new museums that are, yeah. are um, being built. Right. We have 21 libraries. What, what are the new we ones? Have what are the new ones? The two new museums, we will have a National Women's History Museum Ooh, and I then also that. the National Museum of the American Latino, both of which are um, – in existence, they just don't have physical buildings yet. So wow, um, thank you. Yeah, update. You heard but it here, folks. Have, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We also have science centers, um, marine biology center, and astrophysical center. So we have over you know sixty different facilities and units. And what I get wow. to do as undersecretary is I get to work with all of our museums and libraries and 
uh, science centers to think about how we bring our resources to the nation. And that's through professional development, um, uh, instructional resources, opportunities for the in-person experience. So everything from A to Z, how can we make sure that the, the content of the Smithsonian is reaching people from birth through our lifelong learners? That, that, is, that is fantastic. And again, we're going to talk about your National Education Summit in a minute. Again, it's going to be in July, but registration is going to open soon. Give, give everybody an example, Monique, uh, of what Smithsonian does for educators right now. And I know what everything you said, but put it in, give a couple of your favorite concrete examples, what you have for educators K-12, just so they can get into the swing of this. Well, we literally have um, anything that you're kind of thinking of, from dragonflies to history <laughs> of, you know, Abraham Lincoln. But one of my favorite examples <laughs> is um, we recently had a chance to work with the Nebraska Department of Education. And they uh, wanted to focus in on their social study, their social study standards. And um, so we worked with their, their pre-K through three teachers. We had about 12 teachers from the state that joined about 10 of our Smithsonian educators. Wow. And they, co- they co-created learning modules for their social study standards that focused on their multicultural standards. So we were able to combine um, resources from our American Indian Museum, our Hirshhorn Art Museum, our African American History and Culture Museum, into different lesson designs. Wow. You mentioned something when you were describing that that I know everybody's ears perked up like mine did. What is a Smithsonian educator? You said they, they, they linked up with your uh, Smithsonian educators. Who are those people? Smithsonian educators are probably some of the best individuals in the world. They oh. are passionate. Um, they're passionate educators. Uh, some of them have been former classroom teachers or some other aspect of formal education setting. But they are the individuals who really help to translate all of the content. So if you think about an art exhibit or a museum gallery, they are the individuals who then say, how can this become a meaningful and engaging learning experience wow. and help to translate that, sometimes in the museum but oftentimes through a digital platform or through professional development, um, but many different ways they, they connect with learners across the nation. That, that, that is just great. And I have to ask you this, okay? Do educators fully take advantage? And this is a key question because you're one of, the, one of the great institutions that we have in this country, probably one of the great institutions in the world as far as I'm concerned. And I know you have a ton of resources available to educators all right and my my question is are do are educators taking advantage of all the wonderful resources you offer as much as they can and the reason i always ask that is because there are so many great resources out there and yet we hear about under-resourced schools okay but i i don't know if there's a cost of what you guys do etc but just talk about that side of it how do we get educators really to understand all the great things you're offering them and and get rid of these under-resourced schools so to speak i just want to do that before we talk about the summit i think it's important what you guys do that is such an important that is so important larry yes you're right so everything that we offer at the smithsonian that i that i've mentioned is free um, you know, the, the Smithsonian is the case. nation's museum. 
Yeah, it is. I knew that. I knew yeah. that, but I didn't want to say it before. I was guaranteed of it. Like, I, I knew that. Yeah, go ahead. Please. But it's one free. of the things I think free. that the thing, right, <laughs> it is free. free. The reality Hello? that free. we also recognize is that teachers are really busy. So what we have been focusing on is how can we do a better job making sure that our resources are accessible and packaged in a way that makes it easy for teachers to use. And so we're committed to doing that. So I, I would say that the Smithsonian Education Resources might be the best in the world. Yeah, it's um, and yeah. so. Yeah, we're working really hard to make sure that there's more visibility, more um, use and understanding, but that it's relevant and that it helps teachers have the impact that they desire. Yeah, and I know you're working hard, and I know that you're actually doing it. Your work is paying off. And I, I just always want to keep saying this is free, and I, I, there should be no such thing as an under-resourced school when you've got resources like this in this country, okay? And it's, it's that simple, and Monique wants to work with you. All right, her team wants to work with you at the Smithsonian. Or they just have to yeah. say, yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah, really, it's just, that's, 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 that's the bottom line of all this. Now, let's get into the National Education Summit. Who do you want to come to that? Where is it? Is it virtual? That sort of thing. And I know it's in July. You're on, Monique. The National okay. Education Summit from Smithsonian. And by the way, everybody, it's Smithsonian EDU. Smithsonian. Oh, no, that's the Twitter. I'm sorry. It's, yeah, it is Smithsonian EDU. It's SIEDU. Help me, Monique. I'm yeah. mixed up on yep. what the S-I best website is. Thank you. SI.edu. I was giving the Twitter before. Tweet at Smithsonian EDU. The website is SI, Smithsonian Institute, EDU. SIEDU. EDU. Go ahead. Well, Larry, I'm hoping you, that you will join us also, but we would love I'm to invite to, I, Actually, I'm, think, I'm thinking about it. I was planning the show today. I'm thinking, because my wife and I love to get down to D.C., okay? I'm thinking yeah, this might I, be a good excuse. <laughs> God, I was thinking I about that I would love for you to come and for us to be able to host you, yes. Um, well, I am you. really excited about the upcoming summit. This is our third year doing it, and it will occur July 18th, 19th, and 20th. We will do both in-person, um, an opportunity for in-person uh, participation, but then also virtual so that people can join us from across the nation. And Great. the theme for this year's summit is Together We Thrive, Cultivating a Sense of Belonging. And if it's okay, I just want to take a minute to talk about that theme because it's so important. To take me. as much time as you want. We have plenty of time. Okay. So the Together We Thrive is really driven from a body of research uh, called the Science of Learning and Development. And for all of us educators, we've known this for centuries, that all students have the potential to thrive. But mm-hmm. we're, we're fortunate now that a group of researchers and scientists from all different fields have come together with this important question of, you know, can all students really thrive? And scientifically, they have demonstrated and proved that, yes, given the right circumstances, the right right context, the right resources, the right relationships with adults, yes, all students can thrive. So the Together We Thrive really um, taps into the science of learning learning and development, and then fostering a sense of belonging. You know, the last couple of months, just looking at everything that's going on across the education ecosystem, I know that we're all feeling like we need a sense of connection. Yep. Um, and it's also highlighting the importance of making sure that students can see themselves reflected in the content of what mm-hmm. they're learning about. 
Mm-hmm. So uh, we will have four strands that um, kind of round out the, the summit. The first one is life on a sustainable planet. Mm-hmm. We'll dig deep into sustainability and the environment and science. We also have mm-hmm. a strand on STEAM education. Mm. Um, we have a strand that's called reckoning with our racial past. And then our final strand is on integrated arts education. And, and, and just, uh, let's, uh, let's go down each one of them. What, what is an integrated arts education? What are, what are you looking to accomplish with that? Is that, is that like going after a liberal arts degree? And I'll, I'll, just, I'll just say with that, you know, colleges recently have been cutting out English classes. You know that, Monique. Okay, they've been yeah. cutting out liberal liberal arts. The the student today wants to go make money. You don't make money doing poetry on a street corner. Okay, that's the wrong way to look at education. Okay, that's not right. what colleges were designed for. All right, and so when, I'm, when you say an integrated arts education, is that are we talking about rebuilding that kind of thing? What, what do you mean? Well, it, it's absolutely grounded in that, but I think more what we're trying to emphasize is that there is an intersection of uh, disciplines that we are really unique at. So at the Smithsonian, what our, our kind of superpower is is that we have art, history, culture, and science, yeah. and we can work at the intersections of those disciplines. So, for example, we can have a lesson that's developed around art and environment, or we could talk about mm-hmm. space exploration and women's history. Or, you know, perhaps talk about the evolving yeah. traditions of the American story through multiple perspectives. And so mm-hmm. um, arts education really is uh, that, that place of intersection where you can talk about um, things from a different perspective, but then also activate that creativity, the innovation, uh, the inquiry that comes so nicely with arts um, inquiry. So I like that. That's good. That's good. What about oh, – before we go on, is your, is your program at the Education Summit, is it geared for K-12, or, you, or do you want uh, more high school teachers to come? How do, how do, you, how do you see it grade-wise for educators, for what it's they're actually, teaching? It's geared for K – yeah, it's geared for pre-K through 12. Um, Ooh, so we'll have thank some you. learning – yeah, early learning content, uh, middle school content, high school content, and it'll all be identified. We have over 24 breakout sessions, uh, four keynotes, uh, and then for those who do attend in person, we have prepared a a special behind-the-scenes experience Mm. so that the participants will be able to go to um, the National Zoo or our Hirshhorn Art Gallery, some of our museums, and go behind the scenes and work with Smithsonian educators to really think about the role that museums and cultural institutions can play in the classroom. Oh, I love it. That 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 that's just great. Okay, and it's, again, it's K twelve. This is real important. Let's talk about the other. Just going backwards from what you said of recognize, reckoning with our racial past. Oh, hear hear that, Governor DeSantis? Reckoning with our racial past. Okay, you don't say anything, Monique. I say that. Okay, you just go on. Okay, reckoning with our no. racial past is one of the strands. Okay, go ahead. You're on. You didn't hear what I said, by the way. You didn't hear what I said a minute ago, but I couldn't resist. Oh, well, I think that because... Yes, they are. Here at the the Smithsonian, we have... um, We just launched our new strategic plan, which is uh, our shared future. And reckoning with our racial past is one of our initiatives under this um, strand. And really, for us, what this means is that 
we need to have conversations uh, across yeah. the nation about race and racism and the historical significance of race and racism, and then think about what that means for our shared future. You know, Secretary Bunch always talks about how these are sometimes hard and difficult truths and stories, but they're important to talk about and to share. But we also have to do that in a way that helps us move forward and progress. And so that's what our goal is. Here. That's right. And that's right. We're really excited because we will be launching um, several videos that have been created, short videos. Uh, we'll be premiering those at the summit and then working with educators to think about how can you use these in the classroom to have you know, engaged dialogue and discussion. That's right. And yeah, so we're really excited to. I'm to excited have that about that too, and it, and it, it's so key. I'm an old history teacher. Emphasis on both old and history, okay? And um, you know, this is this is so darn important. And I, I always like to say this. And I don't know if a lot of people know this or not, but you know, in Germany, nobody knew at the schools. Nobody taught about the Holocaust for about ten years after the World War II. It was hidden, right. okay? In in German education, they were embarrassed about it. They were ashamed about it. Okay, it yeah. came out because a lot of prosecutors in Frankfurt brought it forward. Okay, and now it's mm-hmm. part and parcel of what Germany does. You have to handle the past. And the people who are learning it now aren't guilty of the past. They weren't even born. Okay, right. but they have to know about it. You can't be an ostrich and put your head in the right. sand. Okay, the lion right. sees the rest of you. The meat is up top. Your head is the only thing that's left when the lion is done if you do that. Okay, right. and it, 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 you know, I could go on and on and on with the analogies, but I'll give you a, a good one. Okay, with, with God forbid anybody has cancer, they know how lousy chemotherapy is. Okay, but you have to face it and do it, and then you get better. We hope. Okay, right. and that's exactly you can't just pretend it's not there. Okay, and I can go. I want to go on and on. I can go on and on and on about this. Okay, it's just unbelievable. And having this and using the Smithsonian's resources as a, as a means to start engaging conversation. That's not meant to hurt anybody. It's meant to help. Okay, is really an important thing. How was that for a speech? Was that good, Monique? That uh, I, I'm gonna. I think you need to come along with me, Larry, and we can <laughs> share that together. So. Happy to really do good. it. I mean, it's, uh, it's just just nuts. You know, and, and you, you, uh, I have a question for you, the next one, STEAM education. Mm-hmm. STEAM education, that A in STEM is for arts, okay? Yes. And uh, then we talked about the other one was an integrated arts education. What's the difference between those two things? You have, you have two strands, but they seem similar to me. What are you going to do with STEAM education that's different from an integrated arts education? With our STEAM focus, we are taking this opportunity to really think through um, what our team is calling the convergence thinking and really looking at science, technology, engineering, and math and what that means in terms of the profession and the workforce, but then also what does it mean with the inclusion of art um, and design? Mm-hmm. We'll have... Um, Bolton, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not, uh, uh, very influential in the um, the space of um, uh, air and space and um, and background, and he's actually going to talk with us about themed education. He's adding a D. Um, <laughs> so I think part of this what, what, is really what's the D? What's the D for? Steamed education. The D what, is what, design. Design. Thank you. 
design. Thank you. Yeah. I think part of it is the acronym uh, Alphabet War. We're going to kind of dig into that, what that really means. But the focus for this theme will really it will really zero in on the science, technology, engineering, and then the inclusion of um, art in that. Whereas integrated arts um, will be more focused on things that are traditionally thought of as, you know, humanities and social studies and mm-hmm. civics and that. It's, it's good stuff. I love it. And then the last one, the last strand, which uh, I think you, we all know this, that, that we've got exactly one planet. Okay, one planet, exactly. Yeah. We, if we don't make it sustainable, we're not here anymore. All right? right. Talk about your strength. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. It, it's really yeah. that simple. Okay? If it's not it sustainable, really we're not here. All right? So, so talk about the life on a sustainable planet, which, again, integrates, if I may use that word, with the STEAM education. Talk about what you're going to do with the, the, the life on a sustainable planet. But this is um, so also under our shared future umbrella, one of our key initiatives is life on a sustainable planet. And it's just like you said, Larry, we have one planet, we have to take care of it. And, yeah. you know, educators, probably one of our best advocates in this space. Uh, this Absolutely. This will really focus on activating um, students to have attitudes towards sustainability and mindsets towards sustainability. Uh, we have some you know, we have the Smithsonian Tropical Research Center. We have our Conservation Biological Institute. We have our National Zoo. Um, all different ways yeah. in which we're thinking about sustainability and conservation. And so um, individuals who participate in these sessions will have uh, really, really great examples of things they can do in the classroom that help to, re- to emphasize a sustainability mindset for students. It's so It's so important. And, you know, the kids are really interested in this. This is their future, okay? Yes. And they get it. If we don't, they do. At least yes. most of them Absolutely. do. And we just got to make sure that we keep them engaged on this subject. And that's the key thing of all this. Now, the most important thing, this is a very, it's a National Education Summit from the Smithsonian. It's July 18th to the 20th in Washington, D.C. Registration will open in early May. So all of this must have a tremendous cost to the individual who decides to visit either virtually or in person. What is the tremendous cost for each individual to attend? Monique. It is free. The summit is free. Yes. Free. The summit is free. Um, For those who are traveling to D.C., they would have to cover their own transportation and hotel expenses. But uh, those participating virtually, there's no cost sessions. Uh, the behind-the-scenes, all of the nice receptions, it's all free to um, all the participants. Wow. And, and actually, um, I mean, where, will, where will it actually be? Where, what's the physical space? Oh. Is it inside the museum, or what is it? This is exciting. We are going to get to um, juxtapose two historical landmarks. So we are reopening the Historic Arts and Industry Building. It's the first building of the Smithsonian uh, campus. So it's closed right now. We're reopening it for the summit. Are you talking about the famous walk- red brick building? The, the brown the brick? Famous red, yes, the famous the, red The one brick. I picture when I picture the Smithsonian? Yes, absolutely. That, yes. Wow. That's been, I didn't beautiful. know that was closed. That's gorgeous. Wow. Yeah, it's been closed since last summer. Um, we have the teachers there, but it's been closed since last summer. Uh, it's a beautiful building. It's yeah. amazing. 
And then we will also just right across the path is the Hirshhorn um, Sculpture Garden and Museum. Yes. And we will be utilizing that, uh, that space also. Wow. It's going to be just beautiful. And this is going to be a, a dumb question, but just so people understand. You said before that there's going to be, um, I'll, I'll say food. Is there going to be uh, dinners or anything like that? Any events that go along with it? The food. first night we are doing. <laughs> you know what's on my mind. Here. Food. Yeah. yeah. You know what <laughs> <Right>. I mean. <laughs> it's very important. It's very important. Yeah. <laughs> um, the first night we are hosting um, a networking reception. And right. our very Secretary Lonnie C. Bunch will be joining us. And Maybe who will um, say that again? Say that again. Secretary Bunch. So Secretary Lonnie G. Bunch will join us for the reception. Uh, for those who might who may not know, uh, Secretary Bunch is the founding director of the African American History and Culture Museum, and he's now wow. been serving as the secretary of the Smithsonian for about four years. And has an amazing vision for education and how the Smithsonian can be a change agent in this space. So if you've never met him, cool. it's, it's worth taking the time because he is such a dynamic individual. I'll bet. And, and he runs yeah. the Smithsonian. He's, he's, the, uh, he's the guy. He's the, the man. He's is the right? man. Yep. If you're, yep. Yeah. If you're secretary, the... you're an undersecretary. No offense. You're an undersecretary. Yeah. Okay. And he is the <laughs> secretary. He's the big guy, right? He's the big, he's the big, the big guy. Okay. Yes, wow. Big big That's pretty cool. He's going to be there. Is he any relation to Ralph Bunch? I don't know. I'm not sure. I've seen his name, and I think it's spelled the same way. I wonder if there's a relationship there. I don't know. Wow. That's pretty cool. Who else is going to be speaking? You mentioned a couple of people. Who else is going to be speaking? Or is that it? Yeah. Our keynote, uh, we're really excited that we just found out that the the newly named uh, 2023 National Teacher of the Year, Rebecca Peterson from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. yep. will be joining us as a keynote speaker. Great. And, uh, and then also Malik Pancholi, who is an actor and author. Uh, people might know him from 30 Rock. Uh, he has a very uh, sound platform around anti-bullying and oh, good. activism. Good. Yeah. And so he will also join us. And then I'm also really excited that Dr. Pamela Cantor will join. She's one of the leading researchers on the science of learning and development. Oh, good. And then we will also have a student panel that um, anchors that conversation where students are helping us understand their learning journeys and their um, identity as a learner and what we can do to help, um, you know, to support learners. And then we will close. Now, again, and, 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 I, and I know everybody knows this. That's a key thing. Because, and I always use this analogy, you know, you look at any retailer, take Walmart, they want to know what the customers are thinking. If the customers aren't happy, they're going to make a change that makes the customer happy. All right. Right. And education along the way somehow forgot that until recently. Okay. And we call it student voice. But if we want kids to be engaged, we've got to listen to the the consumer and they're the consumers. Okay. So I'm glad you're doing that. What fun. Absolutely. And then we're going to close this summit with a wonderful story. Um, Fender Play Foundation partnered with the LA Unified School District uh, during the pandemic to provide instruments, free instruments to all students and then free lessons. And so we'll we'll be joined by Ed McGee from the Fender Foundation who will talk us through, um, you know, what they did 
and how maybe other areas can can model that with a public-private partnership. Wow. This is, you know, and again, I want to say this, it's all free. By the way, I have it linked here on site. Okay, you can just go over there. All right. But it's, all, it's uh, again, si.edu, but it's it's all free. It's all free, and it's I want to say this is as great as it will be to be in Washington for all this. All right? You can attend virtually. Okay? Right. Just bring your own glass of white wine if you want to go to the networking <laughs> thing. Just, right. just exactly. sit there and drink white wine. Okay? And, yeah, cut yourself a nice piece of cheese, and we'll be in good shape. All right? But it, it, this, is, this is key stuff, and I, I want to make this point, too. It's summertime when this is going to happen. You're off. Okay, and I know you want to erase your mind. This is a great way to get started because in the, in the, in our southern and western states, school's going to start around in August. This is on July 18th to the 20th. Okay, so it's right. a great time to go. You're clear, and it's free. Free, right, Monique? Yeah, unbelievable. Thank you. Yes, absolutely right. free. It's and registration great. will be opening soon, but for now, we do have information at that si.edu site. Um, and if you if you want, you can sign up to have us send you information also. But um, registration will open here very shortly. That's uh, that's very important. And I may take you up on your invitation, by the way. I'll be talking to the uh, boss, A.E. my wife, I.E. my wife. Okay. And we'll, great. <laughs> we'll see. We it, it's, just, it's, so, it's so, it's A, it's so great to get to Washington, D.C. It's so, it's so much fun there. And, and yeah. B, okay, to be, to be part of all this, it's, it's just it's just super. So, uh, Monique, this is just a great conversation. Thank you so much. You're a busy lady. I appreciate you being here. Well, Larry, thank you for all that you're doing also and the important, you know, voice that you're bringing to the issues around equity. It's, it's so important. So thank you for the work you're doing also. Well, you're welcome. Uh, believe me, it's our pleasure to do it here. And you, I want you to know you are always welcome here. Anytime you guys have a new program or something you want to talk about, don't hesitate to get in touch. Please, that's a thank you. sincere invitation. Okay, so okay. thank you, Monique. Okay. You're, you're incredible. You have an incredible job. There's going to be 40,000 resumes at, at, at your door this afternoon because <laughs> everybody loves loves what you guys do. Okay, it's just great okay. stuff. Thank you, Monique. Thank you. Great. Wonderful. Take care. Bye-bye. The incredible Monique Chisholm, who is the Undersecretary for Education, is that cool or what, at the Smithsonian Institute, and uh, it's si.edu, it's linked here, and uh, they tweet at smithsonian.edu. Okay, great stuff. And again, July 18th to the 20th, free for educators, take advantage. Okay, there's no such thing as an under-resourced school when you have this kind of thing as a resource. I'll say that a million times. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. That's our home website for our Consortium for Equity. Go over, take a look, see what we do. Enjoy yourself. I'm Larry Jacobs, Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio.